The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, and iHeart Radio. If you'd like to send me an email, exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And for all the programming we have available for you, 24 7, 365 www.xzbn.net. You know, our last guest was in St. John's, Newfoundland, and now we're going to the middle of the Pacific to the islands that my wife adores. And of course, we're talking about Hawaii. Our guest this hour is uh, Lopaka Kapanui, I believe. And he is the gentleman responsible for Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu's original ghost tour and chicken skin tours, including storytelling lectures, historical tours, and private tours. And their website is www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com. And Lopaka, welcome to the Exxon. I believe the, the greeting is aloha. Indeed, aloha. It's great to be here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got involved in the paranormal, things that go bump in the night, ghosts. And, and of course, we're going to have to talk about chicken skin tours. Right. Um, I'll give you the abridged version. Okay. Uh, when I was six years old, I was having my kidneys cleaned out, uh, had some problems. And while I was in the children's hospital, one of our, our friends in our ward of the mm-hmm. hospital snuck in some Coca-Cola and... <laughs> Coca-Cola back then was uh, very different from the way it is today. Yes. And we each took a sip, and I, I ended up having to uh, go to the emergency room to, to have an operation. And uh, during that operation, I died on the table. Yes. And <clears throat> during that time, I remember my, my grandmother, uh, one of our friends in our, our ward who, who died while we were staying there, and a voice uh, petitioning as to whether I should live or die. And, of course, I lived. Thank and God. since then, I've, I've been able to see and hear things. So uh, fast forward to 1994, uh, and I'm on a ghost tour in downtown Honolulu. It's being conducted by a professor of American history at the University of Hawaii. His name is Glenn Grant. And he's essentially the godfather of ghost tours in Hawaii, and he ended up becoming my, my mentor. And after he passed away, the, the business which was called chicken skin, which means uh, goosebumps, <laughs> basically f- fell onto my lap, and that's that's how it happened. <laughs> now, when you say you see and hear things, can you tell us what you hear and what you see? Depending upon the, the situation and the kind of uh, people I'm surrounded with, mm-hmm. I, for instance, will be doing a ghost tour in a Chinese cemetery outside of Honolulu, and a woman's voice will whisper in my last year, uh, the name Valerie, and I'll stop what I'm what I'm talking about, and I'll ask the group. Anybody here named Valerie? A young Hawaiian girl raises her na- or her hand. She says, "That's me," and then the voice whispers in my left ear, "Animals." And so I ask Val- Valerie, "Do you have anything to do with animals?" And it turns out she's a veterinarian. Wow. And it turns out not more than ten feet away from where we are standing mm-hmm. is where her aunt is buried, who committed suicide. And Valerie never had a chance to, to talk to her before that or even had a chance to say goodbye. So it's, it's things like that. So 
thanks to you, was she able to say goodbye to her aunt that day? Uh, she called me later that w that week, and she was able to to reconcile uh, by going finally going to visit her aunt's grave, which she had never visited uh, until uh, she was on that tour. She didn't say anything about it either. Really, you know, we find out after the fact. Let me ask you this, my friend: How haunted is Hawaii? It's very active, uh, very haunted. There's nowhere you can go in any of the uh, the islands here where you are not stepping on someone's burial. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, in the news lately, Hawaii has been uh, talked about, and uh, all our prayers have been with our, our friends in Hawaii because of the volcanic action. Has that, uh, has that uh, affected you and, and your family in any way? Um, we don't live on the island where the volcano is, but right. the fog and the winds have uh, sort of brought that up and down the archipelago. So people with uh, asthma, and, you know, stuff like that, they're right. suffering. But spiritually, uh, Hawaiian people realize that, you know, this is the, the work of the, the goddess Pele, the goddess of the volcano. And Hawaiians are, are okay with it. If she's going to take your home, she can take it. It's her land. You know, she was here sure. first. Yeah. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with everyone there in Hawaii who, you know, who, who might be affected by this. Uh, I have to ask you, you know, reading the information that you were kind enough to send us, what are night marchers? Night marchers are the ghosts of warriors who in life mm -hmm. uh, were, were per persons who, who preceded a chief that was so sacred and so high-ranking in life that when that person was passing, according to their status, you as a commoner, had to lie face down, uh, no clothes on, uh, hands clasped behind the back of your head, and you could not look. And so even if the sun cast their shadow on your body, you'd be killed on the spot. And it wow. was a hard life for these uh, high-ranking chiefs because even when they had to um, uh, go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. you know, their bodily functions, the result of it, had to be put in a, a wooden bowl and canoed all the way out to the horizon and dumped or burned. And so that's why these sacred chiefs only came out at night, but they were preceded by a long procession of warriors with, with torchlights. And people could see them and know that they were coming and get out of the way. And so now it's the same thing in the afterlife. Um, and, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lopaka. Well, you know, people think it's an urban legend, but there's just uh, too much documentation uh, to prove otherwise. And even today there are night marcher processions that come down uh, Bishop Street in downtown Honolulu mm -hmm. through the 22nd floor office of a of a law firm. My goodness, what is the uh, what is the sociological and historical uh, back uh, the the cultural history of Hawaii? You know, it's 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 uh it's one of those things where it depends on who you ask. I'm asking. I'm the, asking you, my friend. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's it's the same thing with me. I'm you know I've always been told the same thing by right. my mom. Um, the the people on the island of Molokai, for one, uh, believe that they were the first Hawaiian people here uh, before the mass migration from South Polynesia mm -hmm. about the tenth uh, or eleventh century, and that's because the people of Molokai strongly believe until today that they are the survivors of the uh, Pacific landmass called Lemuria. Right. And that when Lemuria sank into the ocean, the people on Molokai were the ones who survived. And so their their account, uh, their genealogical history says that they were a race of people uh, called the Mu people, and that's a letter M-U with mm -hmm. a background over the U, right. a short right. Lemuria. And that these people did not have uh, leaders or chiefs. There were community leaders and they prayed uh, to the east in the morning when the sun rose, and they believed in the harmony of man and his environments and the, the law of cause and effect. So it's almost like they were Buddhists uh, way back then. And they said when the Pacific migration came from uh, as far as the Marquesas, Samoa, Tonga, Tahiti, that these people were the ones who introduced the, uh, the chiefly class system, the practice of human sacrifice. And that they went throughout the island chain and, you know, and killed people, skinned them alive. But 
for some reason, when they came to the island of Molokai, they could not conquer it because we have a, a, a saying here called Molokai Pule O'o, which means Molokai of the ripening prayers. And the island of Molokai is um, filled with what we call uh, kahuna, learned men of different crafts, but also kahuna who are skilled at uh, praying people to death. And that practice still exists today. And so when the invaders came, it is said the entire island of Molokai went to the beach and began to pray. And these Tahitian warriors began to fall over dead on the canoe. The, the, the ocean boiled and they, they left that island alone. And so that's, that's one account from, from those people. <laughs> wow. You and, I, you and I have to take our first break, so please stand by, uh, Lopaka. We're talking to Lopaka Kapanui uh, from Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu's original ghost tours and chicken skin tours, including storytelling lectures, historical tours, and private tours. His website is www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, Exxon Nation, you can get your complimentary copy of the June-July edition of the X Chronicles newspaper simply by going to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. 92 full-page colored uh, pages there for you. Each page is 11 by 17 full newspaper-sized copies. Or you can go to Amazon and purchase the paperback of the newspaper. In fact... A lot of the newspapers that we have done since 1990 are available at Amazon.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell? The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. We live in rapidly shifting times of extreme volatility and uncertainty. Such profound change brings a unique opportunity for the evolution of consciousness. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of Mission Evolution Radio Show, a program that explores the latest scientific developments and deepening spiritual truths supporting human evolution. Join me on XZBN.net, where I interview leading experts in science, physics, medicine, spirituality, and more. By applying divergent viewpoints to leading-edge topics, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truth to assist you on your path to enlightenment. More information and past episodes are available at missionevolution.org.
We're talking about Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu's original ghost tours and chicken skin tours, including storytelling, lectures, historical tours, and private tours. Our guest this hour is Lopaka Kapanui, and his website is www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com. Lopaka, um, are Hawaiians afraid of ghosts? Um, no, not really. Uh, because a lot of times uh, when a Hawaiian person saw a ghost, it was usually a member of their own family. So there was no fear of it, really. Um, tell us about your tours. And, you know, where do you go? What do you see? Uh, are, are the people who go on your tours mostly tourists or native Hawaiians? Uh, you know, we get a good combination of both, and the tourists that we do get are, are the ones that are coming here to see or seek more than just, you know, the, the luau show, yeah. the Tahitian dancers. And we go to a, a lot of places that are, are known to be haunted. Uh, one of our regular tours in downtown Honolulu includes uh, the only palace in the United States and the oldest graveyard in that district. And I also do uh, customized tours, so if people only want to go to certain places and see certain things, we can do that. Uh, the only thing I won't do is uh, murders where, you know, the family of the victim is still alive. Oh, of course. Very respectful. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I did have a strange request about four years ago, the weekend of Valentine's. A woman had a, a dating service that she, she owned. It was still happening back then. And she'd put 15 uh, couples together, and she thought it would be a good idea <laughs> for Valentine's if I could take them to places where there are double murder-suicides. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that tour only last, lasted for about, about 44 minutes because the poor guys <laughs> on the tour started to realize that, you know, not, number one, these cases are documented. Number two, they have supernatural results. Yeah. And three... The majority of the cases are about women who killed their boyfriends and Ooh. husbands. <laughs> Ooh, not a good idea on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it, it did not last long. <laughs> I guess not. Um, I, I would imagine that the majority of our, our listeners know about the attack on Pearl Harbor and the number of lives that were lost in Pearl yes. Harbor. I don't know if this is a macabre question or what, but is is Pearl Harbor haunted by those who lost their lives? It's not only haunted by those who lost their lives in that unfortunate event, but um, Pearl Harbor itself was also a, a sacred place for, for Hawaiians. Really? And so the combination of, of uh, both energies, I think, is what makes it so active. And it's funny you mention that. Um, the M MWR at Pearl Harbor, uh, back in 2010, asked me if I would consider doing a ghost tour on base, and I, I, I told him I, I thought it was uh, not a respectful thing to do. Fascinating. You know, um, realizing what, what happened there. Yes. And it turned out, to be, turned out to be a good idea, actually. <laughs> what are Menihuni? Menihuni? Am I saying that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Menihuni. Right. There, there are fabled little people, but... Right. The thing is, they don't uh, look the way little people look like today, uh, how we know them. They're actually fully formed human beings. They're about uh, three to four feet tall. And they have, they've had the ability since ancient times to build great structures in one night. And if you, if you come upon them, they'll abandon the structure completely. The work won't get done. And it, it seems like a really uh, you know, interesting fable in our culture, but... There are actually families today who are, are descended of Menihuni. Are there any structures in Hawaii that the Menihuni had have actually built? Uh, yes, I believe there's there's a structure on the island of Maui, mm -hmm. and there's also uh, one on the island of Kauai. There's actually three: uh, Menihuni fish pond, right, a massive fish pond that was built in one night, and uh, another one called Menihuni Ditch on the west side of the island, and you know, the, the way the rocks were cut and how closely they've been stacked together that, you know, you, you can't even get air through it. My goodness. Uh, really talks about the, the skill of these people. 
When was the last time uh, many honey were were actually seen, or 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 something that they created was attributed to them? Uh, this was 2016. My goodness, only two years ago. Two years ago, there's this uh, sprawling suburban neighborhood uh, called Ocean Point uh, toward the west side of Oahu. And, of course, developers don't care, and cultural practitioners were trying to tell them, you're building this place <clears throat> on an old fishing village where those ancient people used to feed the Minihune certain types of fish mm-hmm. and a certain type of banana, but nobody listened. And so once uh, Ocean Point was developed, I'd get calls every few months about uh, strange things happening in people's houses, uh, little footprints you know, on the wall, on the ceiling. And so uh, I had to go there and, and explain to people, your house is not really haunted. It's built on a Minihune path. And I said, the, the best you can do is leave out a certain type of banana and a certain type of redfish, and you should be okay. But uh, blessing or cleansing really really isn't going to help. <laughs> so are, are, do you think that the Minihune are, are, are related to the leprechauns of Ireland? Um, no, it's a, it's a completely, completely different race of uh, supernatural beings. And again, going going back to the island of Molokai, uh, mm-hmm. those those people were believed to uh, also be descended of of the Menehune. Uh, I believe we we touched very briefly on Pele. Can you tell uh, us Pele. who Pele? Can you tell us yeah. who Pele is? So Pele in life, uh, and I'll, again the abridged version. Yeah. Had to, had to escape her home in Tahiti because uh, she was learning how to stoke fires and burn down the entire uh, burn down her older sister's side of the island just to a singe. And was also sort of uh, seeing her sister's husband on the side, so she had to escape with her life. The goddess of the ocean wow. was her oldest sister. Uh, she made it to the archipelago, tried to make volcanoes going down the island chain, and it kept getting peeled out by her sister, uh, the goddess of the ocean, until finally... They stopped at Maui and had this battle where Pele actually lost her life. And there's a place in Hanamaui called uh, Ka'ivio Pele, or the Bones of Pele, which is the site where this battle happened. And it's it was said that Pele's family took her bones, uh, went to the Big Island, and did a ceremony called Unihipili, which, in which they deified her to become this goddess of the fire. And that's who she is today. Do tourists like to try and take volcanic rocks, or is this kind of a bit of a taboo? You know, the thing is, you can actually come to Hawaii, you can go to the volcano, and you can take the lava rocks. All you have to do is ask permission. But for some reason, when tourists uh, come here, they find it ridiculous to ask permission of something that's not tangible. And so they take it anyway. And that's when the Volcanoes National Park gets a box with the same rocks delivered to them with a note that says, please take this back. Uh, terrible things have happened to us since we've taken it. Really? You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and yeah. who is responsible for all the, the, the negativity or the horrible things that happens? And justifiably, because when you, when you take something without permission, you know, in my books, you know, you're fair game for whatever happens to you. But who's responsible for all the strange things that happens? You know, it's, it's hard to say. It's either a psychosomatic thing with the, the people who mm-hmm. took it, and, you know, one little thing goes out of whack and automatically it's, oh, my God, we took the lava rocks from the volcano goddess and everything's going wrong. Wow. Or it it could be Pele herself because they believe the, the vol- volcano or the volcanic rock is what we call the Kino Lao or the spiritual embodiment of Pele. <laughs> How many different gods and goddesses are there in the Hawaiian culture. In our pantheon of gods, uh, the primary ones are male gods. So the four principal gods are Ku, Kane, Lono, and Kanaloa. And, and then there's mm-hmm. and then there's uh, protective uh, deities called Almakua, family guardians. And then there's the Kupua, the, the shapeshifters. Right. And then there's uh, what we poetically call the four, the forty, the four hundred, the four thousand. Uh, the four hundred thousand. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's quite a group. 
In your opinion, based on the research that you've done over the years, the number of tourists that you've taken around on your tours, who is the most famous ghost of Hawaii? Well, you know, the, the funny thing about that question is everyone automatically assumes that it's either Kale or the night marchers, but it's actually a Japanese ghost. A Japanese ghost? Yes. Um, you know, they, they've made the mistake of calling it the Mujina, but it's actually in Japan what they call no terabo, or uh, a person with no face. And so uh, Bob Krauss writes an article in 1958, 59 about an old drive-in theater out, outside of Honolulu mm -hmm. and it's a double feature love slaves of the Amazon monolith monsters and the article says a, a young girl goes to use the bathroom and when she's coming out of the bathroom and she's brushing her hair right she tells uh, the news reporter that there is a Japanese woman in a white kimono standing there brushing her long black hair in front of her face and suddenly the woman stands up and pulls the hair away from her face, and she has no face. All right, hold on. Uh, we've got to take our, we've got to take our uh, break. Please uh, stand by. Exo Nation, our guest this hour, is all the way from Hawaii. Lopaka is his name. And um, we're talking about his Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu's original ghost tours and chicken skin tours, including storytelling lectures, historical tours, and private tours. His website is www mysteries-of-hawaii I'm sorry, that's mysteries-of-hawaii.com and we'll be back on the other side as we continue talking about paradise and ghosts here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi Fi, you can still listen to the X Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell? The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, 
a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest is Lopaka Kapanui. Uh, we're talking about his Mysteries of Hawaii tours. Um, I must tell you that this is very interesting. And uh, I would imagine that there are people who come to Hawaii who are surprised that there is so much ghost history, paranormal history in, in, in paradise. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is that they are either uh, surprised by it Mm-hmm. Or it happens to them. <laughs> it wait, but, wait a sec here. It happens to them while they're in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. What happens? Tell me some. Tell me some things because we're going to be in Hawaii um, in September. So I, I want to be prepared. Oh, on the island of Maui. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you love Maui. I love Maui. There was a a friend of mine who works at the Royal Hawaiian Hotel. It's the only pink hotel in Waikiki. Right. And she's what they call the chief concierge. And she said there was a doctor and his wife who were there for about three weeks. And she said she really loved them. They were great people. Mm-hmm. And they had a great time. Uh, they were going on and on about how uh, wonderful the Hawaiian people were. The locals were nice. Yeah. You know, and it was just completely different from where they came from. And they were checking out that morning. And so concierge asked the doctor, so everything worked out? He says, everything is fabulous. I can't wait to come back. He said, except for last night. <laughs> <laughs> Except. He says, I, I was asleep. Uh, the digital alarm clock went off. He said, I kind of looked over to uh, the nightstand, and it said 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 3 And he says, all of a sudden, the curtains start to billow from outside the lanai, and this Hawaiian girl walks into their room. Ooh. And, she, and she's dressed in, the, sort of looks like a, a nurse's uniform, except she doesn't have the, the small little hat. She's got right. a big ribbon on the back of her head. The doctor said, I, I went to sit up, and he said, something was holding me down. His wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he said he could only uh, move his eyes. And yeah. so he sort of moved his eyes to where his wife was uh, sleeping, and she was dead to the world. All right. Scratch wife. Right. <laughs> and he says the, the Hawaiian girl walks over to the wife's side of the bed and just stands there for a minute, just looking at her, and then looks up at the doctor and nods her head and just walks out. The doctor said, after that, I, I could sit up. And I went out to the lanai. The girl was gone. The concierge tells the doctor, well, you know, that's really strange. And he says, why? And the concierge says, the only time that girl's ghost appears in that room is when there's kids, but you haven't checked in with any children. Come to find out, the wife is four months pregnant. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So if I see a ghost of a woman in Hawaii, watch out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what should we know about the Hawaiian culture before we visit Hawaii I would I would say first and foremost is just just respect uh, for the culture and its people not just Hawaiian culture but local culture in general yeah and number two just just be yourself just be you and you'll be fine all right, I hear. I, I'm sure you get this question a lot. Mm-hmm. Is Elvis really alive in Hawaii? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, uh, a few years after Elvis passed away, mm-hmm. and you remember there were those rash that rash of uh, Elvis sightings oh, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Uh, people in Hawaii began to say say that they would see him uh, pumping gas at a gas station in in Kailua, which is on the windward side of the island. Which, if you know Elvis, would make sense because it's a, a more affluent area of Oahu. But the Kailua side of the island, those beaches, is where Elvis had a, a beach house. Oh, he did? Yeah, where, where he would stay a lot. And people didn't know, know about that until um, some of his uh, home movie footage was released on YouTube. 
And the great thing about people in Hawaii is that they knew he was here and they didn't say anything about it. They didn't bother him. And that's why celebrities like it here so much is because we, we know who you are. We know you're famous, but we leave you alone. You're we give you your space. You're respectful. Yeah. And so the fact that rumors began to surface that he was pumping gas at a gas station mm-hmm. on that side of the island kind of made sense. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, Lepeka. Do you find that a lot of the new, younger, aggressive paranormal researchers that are, that are coming out of the woodwork are, are more disrespectful towards those who have passed than the old guys like you and I? I, you know, I think it's because it's uh, based on what they see on TV, right? And what they see uh, other paranormal investigators doing on TV, which is, you know, provoking, uh, daring, and essentially, you know, being arrogant and not not being nice to the team that right. they work with. I, I, I think that's what it is. Speaking about TV, have any television shows been haunted while filming in Hawaii? Well, you know. I don't know if you remember this TV series. It's it's probably before your time. It was called Hogan's Heroes. Oh, hey, come on. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes? My goodness, Schultz. Loved it. Loved it. So uh, I think this was after the Hogan's Heroes thing, but uh, uh-huh. Bob Crane was here yep. uh, shooting a, a special that was going to premiere on uh, ABC called Haunted Hawaii. Right. And the premise was that, you know, you were going to see Night Marchers. You were going to see the goddess Pele. Uh, you are going to see what we call Akulele, flying orbs of fire, and other types of ghosts. And when the show premiered it, it was a bust. It was a ratings flop because nothing happened. They didn't capture anything. But we find out later from uh, people who worked on that production who are still around today mm-hmm. that when Bob Crane and some of his friends were at a place called Wahaula Heiau, uh, the Red Mouth Temple, uh, one of the more powerful temples of human sacrifice, while they were filming there, the crew saw that Bob Crane and his friends were being disrespectful to the culture, being silly. Oh, no. And so what they did is they went right up to the wall of the ancient sacred temple, and they did number one. No. Yes. And then the following day, when they're up at the volcano uh, filming this segment about Pele, and they saw how you know the locals on the crew, not just the Hawaiians, but the locals were bringing um, tea leaves and right. Hawaiian salt as offerings. They thought it was so ridiculous that Bob Crane and his friends, in full view of the goddess Pele, uh, dropped their pants and did number two. That is, that is that is shocking and totally disgusting. It is. And of course, as we know, the uh, the show just tanks, and Bob Crane turns up dead a few days later. My goodness, no, that is totally disrespectful. And um, wow, I I don't know what to say about that. I, I really don't. I can't I, I can't believe that anyone would be that disrespectful. Well, you know, they, if if uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence was disrespectful enough to sit on the rock of an ancient temple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who knows what else? What has been the most hair raising, or what has been the event while you've been doing ghost tours or lectures that have caused you to have uh, chicken skin? There was a night when we were going up this uh, old abandoned road. It's called Morgan's Corner. Mm-hmm. And there are about 40-some-odd people on the tour. And as I said before, uh, you know when the night marchers are approaching because you're supposed to see the torch lights or hear the conch shells or the yes. drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of that happened. We were walking up this road, and all of a sudden there was this, uh, this smell of, of sulfur. And the smell was so thick. I mean, people started to gag, and the procession was coming down the road. And so I'm responsible for 40 people. So right. I have to get them out of there, you know, in an orderly manner as much as possible uh, without them hurt, hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to be the last person in line. I had to be the last one to, to get on the bus. Right. And so not only was I afraid of, of uh, the ghosts of the night marchers coming, but I was in 
in fear of these people getting hurt. That's the last thing I wanted. And I wasn't worried about liability or insurance because my primary concern for people on these tours are the people. Uh, right. The ghosts and spirits I, I can deal with. And so that, that was a double uh, goosebump thing, you know, in fear of uh, something spiritual and then something physical. <laughs> was, was the sulfur smell from uh, a volcanic activity? One of, uh, no. Uh, no one of the things they say is uh, you'll know when the night marchers are, are coming. If you've missed all the signals, you'll smell uh, sulfur. How did you yeah. feel when you when you sat back and and looked over the entire evening and and you know you had missed the cues but the sulfur was your, the final if you'll excuse the expression the final straw. Um, my initial feeling was, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I agree to do this? <laughs> and, uh, and your reply to yourself was. Um, it's what I'm supposed to do, you know. Yeah. I didn't have a choice in the matter, really. All right, Lepaka, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this uh, segment. Exonation. No Lepaka Kapanui is our special guest. www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, Exxon Nation, you can find out about all the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net and the June-July edition of the news. X Chronicles newspaper is available for you online with our compliments at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. The concept of a new age has been around since the late 19th century, yet much of its original meaning has been lost. What exactly is the new age? Is it a religion, a collection of obscure esoteric practices, a series of doomsday predictions, or an astrological event? 
The New Age Chronicles is a unique, complimentary publication bringing reason and grounded information to separate fact from fiction. Chocked full of valuable information to support you as we make the monumental shift into the new era. You won't want to miss a single innovative issue. The New Age Chronicles newspaper is coming soon to www.newagechronicles.com. Exonation, our guest this hour is Lapaka Kapanui. He is the gentleman behind uh, Lapaka Kapanui's Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu's original ghost tour and chicken skin tour, including storytelling, lectures, historical tours, and private tours. His website is www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com. First of all, Lepaka, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and thank you for sharing with us the very rich and colorful uh, history of Hawaii that we could actually talk about in this short period of time. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, During the commercial break, you and I were chatting, and you've got a paranormal event uh, conference coming up in Hawaii. Can you share that with us? Uh, Yes, July 13th, 14th, and 15th, we're hosting the very first paranormal convention in the islands it's called hawaiiparacon.com and uh, we are featuring a couple of friends from from the continental united states but mainly um the hawaiian and ethnic approach to how we view the supernatural and the paranormal let me ask you how does the way that you compared to the people on the mainland view the paranormal uh, for us, uh, and you asked me that question earlier, is because um, a lot of times when we see ghosts, it's, yep. it's a family member. Um, may, can I ask you how tall you are? How tall I am? I'm six foot five. So if you're six foot five and you're you're our community leader in ancient Hawaii, mm-hmm. and you pass away, we're not going to bury your body in a graveyard. Go see you once a year. You have status in the community in our family, so we're going to honor you by burying you in the underground oven mm-hmm. until the the steam. Uh, the fires or the steams, you know, uh, steams the flesh off your bones, sorry. Right. And we're going to keep your bones. And through certain prayers and, and objects and ceremonies and weather conditions and rituals, we're going to deify you into a, a protective guardian of our family. And so if our guardian is the shark, yes, we will take your, your bones in the bundle and leave it underneath a shark that we know. And there are some markings on it. And in a little while, a new shark appears with the markings. And we know it's you. Wow, and you can also appear to us as a ghost because we know it's you. Let me ask you and this. So, let me ask yes, you this but, question: Why did you ask me how tall I was? Uh, because the taller the person is, the longer the bones are, the more mana, ah. the more spiritual power in the bones, which is why bones are so so important to us. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so, and so it's because of that practice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's what makes us different, and we approach this spiritual world. Uh, more with a, a sense of reverence, because literally in the middle of the Pacific Ocean with with nowhere else uh, to, to find anything, Hawaiians literally have to depend upon their environment for their survival, right. not only physically, but spiritually. So we have to be at one with everything. It would almost seem as if the those who are still alive walk very close to those who have passed. Absolutely. Uh, the veil is very, yes. very thin. Earlier you were talking about flying orbs of fire. Mm. Can you tell us more about those? Well, you know, if uh, there's somebody you have a particular dislike for mm-hmm. and you want to put a very potent curse on them, right? Uh, there are certain sort of items that you would have to take from that person you hate and bring it to someone like myself who is a, a kind of kahuna. Right. And But if I was a, a kahuna who could pray people to die, then I could take those things you brought to me from your enemy right. and make them into an orb of flames and send it back to them to kill them. My goodness. It, it, it almost sounds as if it's a little bit like voodoo. You know, they're, they're, funny you say that. There's a lot of similarities. There. Really? There's a lot. Yeah. And uh, people have asked me about taking curses off. And I have to say the worst curse that could be put on you is uh, uh, from someone from your own family. 
because that person knows you really well. Those curses take maybe about two to five years to get rid of. Mike, yeah. Would it have so, to be put on the person by uh, a, a kahuna who would actually do that to harm somebody else? Um, we st still have a few people left who, who still don't do those kinds of things. Yeah. You know, uh, when, when, when I hear kahuna, I, I think about some of the Hawaiian musicals that were made with the great kahuna and, and so on. So the great kahuna is actually um, someone of reverence, like a shaman? Uh, not really a shaman. You know, and you know that movie Bird of Paradise, right? That, yes. That's what started it. Uh, we have kahuna who are skilled at praying people to death, but basically they're, they're, they're someone who has mastered a lifelong craft. So we have a kahuna, kahunas of hula, Right. of ethnobotany, of, of stargazing, astronomy, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual geography, different types of uh, skill sets of, that Kahuna have mastered. Unfortunately, the one who puts curses on people is, is the one that uh, Hollywood introduced to the world. And so uh, that became what we're known for. <laughs> Speaking about Hollywood, in your opinion, what is the biggest misconception that tourists from the mainland and other parts of the world have about Hawaii? Um, that, and I'll say this truthfully, uh, that we still live in grass huts. Really? And, and that we use coconuts and shells for money. And, um, and they're, they're stupefied to find out that we actually have uh, running water and electricity. <laughs> Obviously, they have never seen pictures of Hawaii and Waikiki Beach and, and downtown Honolulu, because if they did that, they'd certainly know that is anything furthest from the truth. I, I, I think that a number of Americans get their information about Hawaii from Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. You know, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's not too popular here. <laughs> With the locals. I've got, I've got uh, to tell you something. He's not very popular up here with anyone who, you know, who uh, has a true taste for television and law enforcement. I'm an ex-cop. Okay. And I used to watch that, and I say, oh, he should be behind bars. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, was, wasn't he a felon? Yes, he, he was. was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he was a felon, and his wife looks like she should be hanging around a brass pole in the seedy place somewhere. But well, I have to tell you, my my best ghost stories and my best information are all from uh, law enforcement yep. here in Hawaii. <laughs> I'll bet you there's a lot of people who really believe Hawaii Five O is your state police force. Uh, they do, and they actually ask, uh, "Where's uh, <laughs> Jack the Lord? police department?" Yeah, <laughs> Buckham Dano. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, like I said before, it's, it's a great pleasure talking to you, and uh, uh, we're going to make arrangements to have you come on closer to your paranormal conference and uh, get the word out there for you. What are your final thoughts that you'd like to share with the Exxon Nation tonight? Tell, you know, about Hawaii, about your culture, and, and whatever you'd like to say. You've got about two minutes. Um, you know, the one thing I, I tell this uh, group that I'm working with, uh, there are people who are born with psychic abilities or just mm -hmm. suddenly had them, and uh, they've been shunned by their family. Uh, one girl had her mother want to do exorcisms on her. Uh, others have resorted to substance abuse. And they get into the paranormal thing, and they're yeah. dependent on all, all these, you know, the equipment. But what I tell them is, you know, the real ghost radar, mm -hmm. uh, the real recorder, the, the real camera thing, that's that's you right you are those things and you have to have more confidence and more faith in your own abilities to do things and make yourself successful and so it, it all it all starts from you you know we're, we're so dependent on mm -hmm. exterior happiness and exterior things to fulfill us but we already have it it's within us do you have so, a, i'm sorry go ahead so so here in hawaii i believe we we have those things to help people with, to to give it to them, and a lot of times when uh, tourists come on my tour and they're a lot of them are filthy rich and mm -hmm. they tell me they've got all this money, all this success, but their life feels empty. Yeah, yeah, and that's because the success that they need is is staring them in the mirror. 
That's right. And, and it, you know, it's, it's unfortunate in today's world with all the electronic gadgetry that we have mm-hmm. that we really don't understand that it's the person in the mirror who can make us happy and that happiness is uh, from the inside out, not from the outside in. Absolutely. And you can't make anybody else in your life happy unless you're happy first. That's right. You have to be the pebble in the pond. Yeah. Uh, do you have any psychic messages for me? Um, you're going to come to Maui and you're going to visit a place called Lahaina. And you're going to meet a man by the name of George. And he's going to change your view on not only uh, things culturally, but the way you perceive the world. I intend on going to Maui and also visiting a man by the name of Lopaka, who I made a friend with today. (laughs) Lopaka, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Continued success. Keep the great work up. And in my books, you, sir, are the great kahuna. Thank you, sir. And if you're in my neck of the woods and you have an appetite, your wife and yourself are welcome to my house for dinner. Bless you, my friend. Thank you so much for your, uh, for your generosity, your kind words, and for sharing the amount of great knowledge and cultural enrichness that you did with us tonight. Take care of yourself, Thanks. my friend. Mahalo. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Exo Nation, our guest this hour has been Lopaka. Kapanui. He is the gentleman behind Lapaka Kapanui's Mysteries of Hawaii, Oahu, original ghost walk tours, and chicken skin tours, including storytelling, lectures, historical tours, and private tours. His website is www.mysteries-of-hawaii.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. 
Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.